Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sing with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. Everybody, welcome to the Balcony Show. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Mad Cat is out tonight. He Where is be- he? I, I think he's Mad Catting around. What if he took my place on the on alien the spaceship? Uh oh. Because there's a lot of alien sightings going on around this week. Last week. Really? Where? Uh-huh. Well, there's been some located on the west coast mm. with some crazy lights that have been documented. And you can find that on YouTube, which are insane. I think there's going to be more, and more of that as, as time. The yeah. East Coast, down in the South, there's wow. been some crazy, like, is that a drone? Is that a UFO? And also the whole thing that went down, I forget what mall it was, with all of the nine-foot-tall shadow aliens. There was a, supposedly like a hundred kids fighting in a mall. Seventy cop cars show up. I could be wrong on these numbers. Um, yet there's no documentation what went on within the small, but the conspiracy theory is, and it's been, and you could find it on, on the internet. Um, these nine foot shadow creature aliens that the police were fighting. That sounds absolutely terrifying. (laughs) No, thank you. And welcome. I want to welcome AJ Siegfried. AJ Siegfried. Hey everybody. Thanks for having me on the show. Secret people. Yep. Yep, filling in every seat here. That name, Mike Roy. <laughs> he owes me money. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> Don't tell him that. So we're going to do a little bit of a different genre tonight, guys. We're going to have right. um, Rowan on the... Hope I'm pronouncing that right. I will check with that later. But uh, we're going to have Rowan on the show. He's got some R&B, a little, little bit of hip-hop, a little bit of rap. So cool. Um, kind of a different vibe for us. So I nice. thought... Really like his song Jungle though. It's it's kind of smexy. So. It is. It is like low lights. But in the strain of that, Mike. Oh, oh no, no, no! Mad Cat warned me about this whole situation uh, uh, already. And but first, oh God. Are you tired of going to that bar every night all alone with nobody to talk to? Then the balcony is here to help you out. Oh, baby. Bad pickup lines here on the balcony. We're going to start with a few of these. We're going to do five each, me and my illustrious partner, AJ. And so I'm going to lay out the first one for all you single folk out there. (laughs) (laughs) And I have no idea what's going to happen, but it's always kind of on that gray line between moral and not. (laughs) Gray? I don't think it's gray. (laughs) (sighs) Number one, do you work at Subway? Because you just gave me a foot long. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Now, I that's, think... That's quality. That's it. Well, that's, a, <laughs> that's at least one slap. All right. Well, <clears throat> can't say I ever used this one, but I've heard this plenty. Let's see if I can top you there. Is that a mirror in your pocket? Because I can see myself in your pants. Oh. oh. <laughs> there might be two slaps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that one works. 
I don't know. Oh but these God. are bad pickup lines. Bad perfect. pickup yeah. lines on the balcony brought to you, especially to keep in your back pocket. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. My friend over there is a little embarrassed. He'd like your phone number. He wants me to know where he can get a hold, where he can get a hold of me in the morning. <laughs> He wants wait. to know where he can get a hold of you in the morning. That's a You're dumb. telling him. All right, I'm telling him. <laughs> excuse me, my friend. Are you telling the girl that? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. I need your phone number because he want my friend wants to know where to get a hold of me. Oh yeah. Oh god, god I really messed that up, Ann. That's ring right. ring, glue well, phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a bad pickup line. It's. <laughs> Not you like this one. Oh man! Let me top that. All right, because no, this one here is way better. Okay, oh, it's way better. How well, way better? Oh, I'm gonna blow you out of the water. This is gonna be good. <laughs> oh man. yeah, I well, really. And, oh god. And Donna are just like watching a tennis match between yeah. the two back yep. and forth. Like, all right, yep. ladies, tell me if this would work uh, on you guys. All right, <laughs> any of you? Do you like pancakes? You guys yes. like? Yeah, yeah. How about I hop on that ass? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's a good one. Wow. That would get my wow. attention. That would, right? Naughty boy. Oh, <laughs> Bo likes that. I like that one. All right. Uh, well, on my end, on uh, for number three here on Bad Mike, Pickup Lines. Mike, you're just lines. confusing us. <laughs> I, I know. It uh, must be an All off right, night. I don't know what. I may not be Fred Flintstone, but I bet I can make you, I can make your bedrock. Ooh. Um, Twist, All twist. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Only true Flintstone fans know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Where does Dino fit into that? I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think my lines are bad at all. These are pretty good. <laughs> are you by chance an archaeologist? Because I have a large bone that needs to be examined. <laughs> oh man, you're getting you're getting the good ones, man. <laughs> Too many words. Well, yeah. all right. So I'll, I'll shoot back at you. Go ahead. <gasps> I'm not a dentist. But I bet I could give you a filling. Oh god! <laughs> mine, are, mine are like border, borderline. Like uh, you're gonna creepy. get the last few are like gonna get you guys slapped. Yeah, you might get arrested mm. for these yeah. pickup lines. I don't right. know. No, this one will not work. Okay. This, is a, this is a terrible. One. All, All right, right, well, <clears throat> go for it. Excuse me, I think you have something in your eye. Never mind, it's just a sparkle. <laughs> Okay, I'm not real because that that just brought to mind some past experiences I will not talk about. On okay, never mind. Creepy man. Yeah, that's because you get you guys understand what that is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Am I Donna and I are missing Uh, something? There we go again. Donna's like Donna's like sparkle. What? What is she talking about? What? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? All right, bad pickup Spoke lines okay. here on the balcony, yeah. number five. Wait, Let's wait, wait, wait. Play just, Titanic. Just... You'll be the iceberg, and I'll go down. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn! That's gonna get you punched. Uh, really? Yeah. I think that might work. That's not nice. I'm, I'm gonna piggyback on top of that one here. Hey, I'm looking for treasure. <laughs> Can I look around your chest? Ooh. Oh yeah, these are all going to get you in trouble. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Well, that's why they're bad pickup ones. Yeah, they are. Oh, and you're just, you're I, great. You're great for getting people into trouble. If they follow this advice. I kind of like that pancakes one, though. Mm. Yeah. I like, it's, I like it. It was that fun. One. Like, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get mad to, to go out and use one. Oh, man. Oh, that'll never happen. So, yeah. the yeah. last right? few episodes ago, 
we had the Christmas one, and those were pretty amazing. I did see AJ after that, and I had it in my pocket, and I wanted to actually film him going up to oh, people and approaching them with the bad pickup yeah. lines. If, so, if that is something anyone's interested in, yes. we'll he make that happen and put it on the YouTube channel. You want him Listen, to get slapped. We, yeah. we throw that around a lot, theoretically, and stuff. We don't actually go out and do this stuff. I. But you should. <laughs> if there's enough. You should. If there's enough backing, we'll go. Yeah. I think, I yeah. think it'd be fun. If people write in and they want to see this yeah. live. AJ and I will go out and literally do bad pickup lines Say and it. film it and put it on YouTube for you guys oh my on God. the balcony. I'm afraid for you guys. What Subscribe. Do it. Say I'm it afraid. right, Mike. Siegfried and Roy will go out. Siegfried and, do it. and Roy. You got oh, it, buddy. Go. You got it. Oh, that's In fact, hilarious. the balcony presents Siegfried and Roy's street people. Uh, you know what? <laughs> we will be the YouTube ambassadors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Food that. dudes. We're going to go out and sample foods and stuff. Food dudes. Okay, you just, you're just uh, hungry. Well, I'm going to get us out of here. We're yeah. going to start tonight's show with the song Drifting by Sam Lewis. So take a look. Uh, take a listen, and we'll be right <laughs> take back. Take a look. With the Where's show. your mind? <laughs> oh, I, on the footlong sub. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our favorites. Archaeologically, is a large bone. Nobody's That's... interested in the shorty. <laughs> no, just kidding. What for? It's a waste of time. <laughs> Lately I've been trying to borrow time But now I'm losing it instead Star-crossed eyes We hum our lullabies To make us feel like we aren't dead Watch me drift farther away from you I'm losing sight of who
Welcome back to the balcony. Check out this track from tonight's guest. This is called Do You Better. Stay tuned for the interview after the track. balcony show we are very excited because we have rohan on the show and he's here to talk about his latest single his new video jungle welcome rohan how are you i am amazing i'm blessed and uh i'm really grateful to be here thank you for having me so i i really like i gotta tell you that um i like how your music kind of does this genre bending thing you know what i mean yes first of all i i will i will tell everybody you got to get out there you're going to want to follow rohan you're going to want to get this music download it because it's just you've got some r&b there's some hip-hop there's you know the afro everything that you're doing but you it works you know what i mean you you've got this Right. This combination that really, how did this come together for you? How did you create this sound and why, why this genre? Why did you create this sound? Right. Um, I think uh, it it all comes kind of roots in my background. Um, I'm South Asian, uh, Indian to be specific. And, um, you know, growing up, music was never a viable option as a career. It didn't seem like something that was realistic or even possible. 
uh, especially in the Toronto music scene. There's not a lot of infrastructure set up even today, um, but it's a lot better than before, I guess, pre-Drake. Um, but uh, afterwards, uh, you know, I never really had those role models that looked like me or had, um, you know, my skin tone being that there's 3 billion of us or more. Uh, you know, I still, to this day, there is no buddy in the entertainment industry that like has reached that A-list level or has become a legacy artist for the generation. Um, especially in this age of diversity and representation, uh, I think it's really important for me to be able to connect with those young brown kids and let them know that anything is possible and that they can kind of do whatever they like. Um, and that's kind of what my whole thing represents. Still a kid is kind of like the label and it's this incubation, incubation hub that we founded. And it's, you know, it kind of represents that ideology of, you know, the child is most like God because, um, you know, there's no fear. There's no, you know, there's no judgment and preconceptions of what to do. You just create and you just have fun. And I think um, I have yet to seen um, someone like me in the industry, like number one and number two, um, you know, I want to consistently evolve, right? Like we want to push the envelope. We want to create new things that haven't been heard yet and, uh, you know, tell a story that hasn't been told yet. And I think a part of that story is um, being a kid that was born in a melting pot, um, right. you know, right. where Toronto is very Caribbean influenced. There's a lot of um, South Asian community. There's a lot of Jamaican community. And, you know, for 10 years straight, I was hating only Caribbean women, for example. So, um, you know, I think it was a really big goal of mine to uh, create something new and um, and use kind of the influences that I grew up on. For example, like Bob Marley and Kanye West, Timbaland, Pharrell. Uh, Jay-Z, these were really like, and Frank Ocean, these were really the people that I looked up to. And I was studying them without really realizing it um, as a kid. And my dad is a huge music fan, but he listens to Indian music. So I think kind of listening, my mom, she's a, a, lot, a little bit younger. They're both immigrants. So, you know, we, uh, when I was born, my dad had like two cents in his account. Um, so... It was a, and my mom came to Canada a little bit younger. So she, you know, she had me listening to Usher and Black Eyed Peas and like, you know, really random kind of um, R&B and hip hop, uh, which really let me dive into that. And I became a huge hip hop head, like uh, from the start to beginning, from Jam Master J to where we are now. I really studied that music um, and became an a huge fan. So I think... Uh, as an artist now, as a producer, it's really important for me to bring um, something new to the table. I want I want to make hearts well, feel and I want to make bodies move. It is, and so it is I think new. That's, it is new. And right. Jungle, ride with me, in parentheses, I will say this. You found a way to make, to make something kind of like in the vein of n not to sound like at all, but in the vein of like a Barry White. It's a very, very sensual wow. song. But it's wow. not raunchy. And, right. and I would I would tell you a million thank yous for that because I think Thank you. I mean Barry White is like a well, legend. But the thank but you. the deal is that in in order to convey a message that is sensual, why did you not choose to take it that extra level? Why did you you know, 
decided to, in in a way, kind of be a little bit respectful, but yet you're you're walking this line, and I really like what you're doing, if that makes sense. Thank you. Um, I think it's just to represent the frequency of love and be on a high frequency, like we were talking about energy. Um, while I could very easily, you know, do the like more of that body or make it a little bit more raunchy, uh, I think. Uh, a big thing is like let's let's keep it hip hop, but let's let's do it in pop structure. You know, let's 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 be able to get the widest audience possible and have as many ears and eyes hear and see it. And I think that was the the important thing is that we don't want to turn people off just because we're getting too raunchy. It, it, it was more about you know having your body move. Have right. I think my favorite compliment is always you know what genre is this that's my favorite compliment for you know these songs in specific because that's what i wanted to do is like yeah, what is this i haven't i don't even understand this yet but well, i listen to I a lo- lot of music it. ron and i gotta tell you right. that this was something a little fresh that came across my desk and that's why i reached out because i really wanted to um get you on the show and have you talk about what it is that you're doing but we're going to take a break right here i want our listeners to hear this fantastic song so we're going to listen to jungle by rohan and we'll be right back with the rest of the show
And you're listening to The Balcony Show here with our special guest, Rohan, tonight. Rohan, hey, um, just wondering, where can people find you on the interwebs and all that stuff? And uh, what do you have in the making, in the pot, so to say, for the next year or so? Sure, yeah. Uh, I just dropped a single with a a friend and a collaborator for a long time. Um, His name is Portion. He's signed to Warner. We just dropped a remix. Um, that was the last single dropped uh, last last year now, and we're gonna drop uh, the first visual. So we did a visual visualizers for the EP, but we have it dropped in actual music video. So this will be the first visual asset um, that actually you know shows the brand's aesthetic in a in a visual way. And I think it took uh, there's this very specific reason we wanted to do this a little later than before and that's because i feel like you know you don't get a second chance to make a first impression true so we really wanted to make sure that this music video was you know depicting the brand and uh showing a new face and a new story and we, we shot the video with dragon um 97 and zach fax which are two incredible legends in the canadian music industry they've worked nice. with uh, future weekend 11 11 uh, 11 and a lot of exo nav and all those guys so um, yeah, they, we're really excited about that. Uh, and then after that, we have a bunch of singles lined up and we're also working on an EP, um, that's kind of inspired by like Nostalgia Ultra by Frank Ocean and Dark Fantasy. Oh, wow. So it's, it's going to be a really cool amalgamation of sounds, um, that I find, I kind of foreshadowed in Jungle. I find that fans, uh, are usually very fickle and they, they fall in love with whatever you break out with. Uh, for example, "Do You Better" is you know the the biggest song on my uh, on my socials, but so far that that, that to me is such a <laughs> it's such an old song. It's like <laughs> it doesn't even represent where I am anymore. So um, in Jungle, I really did that where I tried to foreshadow things that might be coming or use certain sounds that uh, when I do break out with even bigger songs, people aren't like, oh, you know, what is this? Where did this come from? Hey, um, uh, so hey, Ro. Yeah, this is AJ yes, here sir. for a second. Question for you. I want to let Absolutely. you know, dude, I love your beats. What I heard was Thank amazing, you. man. Are you, you make the beats yourself or you work with the team yeah. or, or uh, what's yeah, the deal yeah. there? Yeah, that, yeah. I, uh, I make all my beats. Um, I'm all, uh, hands on with every single one that comes out. Um, I have a couple great, collaborators man. that I use and uh, my, my right hand is a film score composer. So that's why you'll hear very cinematic elements in the music and the cool. intros and the outros that's a good thing but, yeah man that's really cool yeah man. i i was sitting there listening to it and i was like dude these things are fire, fire <laughs> yeah <things." laughs> thank you man Keep thank that you up. yeah it's gonna go real far i started off as a producer and uh, an engineer so i i did like a little audio internship back in 2017 so you're legit that's where man. i started yeah yeah man, i've been doing legit. this i yeah. i live live breathe uh, sleep music, man. I sleep in the studio. I uh, slept on a couch for like the last eight years. I actually just got a bed uh, last year. Congratulations. <laughs> so, Congratulations. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> but, so, yeah, where man. do you see yourself in five years? That's right. King, king, yeah. king bed? <laughs> I mean, five years? Uh, I would Seriously. hope to be, you know, I would really hope to be, you know, uh, show people that there's a potential of a leg- legacy artist. I mean, I'm, uh, the goal, we're not playing in years, we're playing in decades. And right. we really want to, you know, we, we want to be here for a long time um, next to the greats 
and, and the greatest. And um, tell me and I, I, something about you that nobody else knows. Um, that, or that, that might some, surprise them to know about you, to learn about you. Um, I think... Uh, uh, I think a lot of people, maybe fans, don't know how much of a hip hop head I am. I think um, I, I, I am like rapping is actually a very uh, it's something that comes extremely easy to me. It's like I, I freestyle a lot. I can um, I'm very very in tune with writing. I think writing is actually my strongest um, my strongest skill set. But um, I think the lifespan of a rapper is a lot shorter than that of a singer. I feel like, you know, Backstreet Boys and Justin right. Bieber, these guys can do, you know, reunion concerts for the next 20 years. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> but rappers, you know, they come and go uh, all the time. So I think it was really uh, important to, to, to do that. And I think that's something that people maybe don't know about me as much, uh, especially since I haven't done that many interviews yet. Well, I um, want to thank you, Ron, for uh, spending some time with us here on the show. Please stay in touch when you get your new EP out. Um, we will Absolutely. continue to play your music for sure. And uh, thank you so much. Once once you're on the show, we like to follow follow your journey, and because uh, that's who we are. You know what I mean? That's what we do. We follow the journey. All right. Well, take a listen, everybody, to that body by Rohan, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Oh, good. 
And on today's Mad Cats Mad Tracks, we have the song Yo Body by True Soul Davis, a Reverb Nation selectee. What a pumping jam this is. Give it a listen, and we'll be right back. Night is young, city is full, every step in the mood. Need you now, want me to tell me what you wanna do. Wanna dance, wanna groove. Baby, just move, I see nobody but you. Nobody but you. But you ain't heard that. I told him, turn the lights down. Hands on your knees, turn around, baby, bust down. She started moving up, down, down. So everybody damn, I'm about to lose my cool, we need to slow down I really need you home now Anything you need and want, I got it So baby, let me touch all on your body Cause you're dancing like there's nobody So baby, let me touch all on your Slow down, she said. So give me more now. Look, I'm trying to do it right now. Right now, give it to you good, real good. Lay that pipe down. She started making that sound now. Oh, make love to me. She said she let my stroke and all. Give it to her good, it ain't a joke and all. It's about to go down. Girl, you really in your zone now. Welcome back to this week's Indie Radar. We're talking my favorite topic, TikTok. 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 They're always, they've always got something going on. Um, and I would imagine at this point, like, they're not going away. Even though no, for years no. and years they've been, anyway, let's not go there. But anyway, but what is kind of cool about TikTok is the platform is definitely um, using, like, you have all these, I don't know, spider web tentacles kind of reaching out to try to better their platform and, and better, um, like user, um, 
I'm, I friendly. can't think of that. User friendly. Yeah. So there's a lot of options, both for creators and for just people that love to be on TikTok for hours. Anyway, they are now partnering with Spotify and Amazon Music. And what they're going to what they're going to be able to enable the user to do is um, it's going to be linked directly. The app of TikTok is going to be linked to Amazon Music and Spotify so that when you're watching TikTok and you hear a song, you can immediately like save it to one of your streaming apps, to one of those two streaming apps oh, so that you can cool. save it. So you don't have to like try to remember it on TikTok and then go to your Spotify and maybe find the song. But again, the partnership with Spotify and Amazon Music, that is going to be a new feature and it's called Add to Music App. And the users are going to be able to save these songs that you discover on TikTok. Um, so that's pretty nifty. And especially for you indie artists, especially if you're, you've got some and videos. And who's, who's putting indie music out there. Oh, How yeah. So if we actually feature one of your songs like on a TikTok video or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, somebody likes it. Somebody likes download. it. They can just... They don't have to hunt for it, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So it takes the hunting out of the picture, which is really great. So anyway, thanks for joining me on this week's Indie Radar, and I will see you next time. I'd like to remind you that the Balcony Show is proudly produced at Keiko Studios. If you're here in the Lehigh Valley, keikostudios.com is a place to visit. You're going to want to be here. It's a great place. Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned, if you dare. Hey, everybody. This is Mike Roy <laughs> here at the balcony. And uh, today on Mike's Music Box, we're going to go over four weird facts about what they call the day the music died. Yes, this is the plane crash that killed Buddy Holly, the big bopper. Frankie Valens, Richie Valens, I mean. Um, so on this episode, we will be delving into these four strange facts. Number one, Buddy Holly chartered the plane because he was sick of stinking. Sick of stinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first one. The tour the musicians were playing together, the deceptively carefree-sounding winter dance party tour was seemingly cursed before it even started. Buddy Holly, fresh off a string of hits, he shouldn't have needed to be on tour at all. He had a brand new pregnant wife, and he would have her presumably rather be at home, but the breakup of his band left him drowning in legal bills, and their manager made off with a bunch of his money that he needed to pay them. Basically, he was broke, and he was determined to set up his growing family in New York City. Touring was the only way to raise the cash. So Holly signed up for what proved to be a more than literal usual shit show. The schedule was relentless with a performance every day somewhere along the bonkers path someone had drunkenly scrawled across the Midwest and no cushion for mishaps, which was desperately needed because their janky ass bus kept breaking down. There was barely time to sleep, let alone of any of the other activities necessary to feeling human in the last straw for Holly was the laundry situation. He hadn't worn clean clothes for days. So on February 2nd, just a few days after a teenage Bob Dylan watched him play, he decided no amount of money was worth putting up with dirty pants and he hired a private plane to fly him and a few others early to their next gig to get some laundry done and hopefully get some goddamn sleep. 
The whole tour's dirty clothes were stuffed into the plane's back seat. Number two. Everything on board was there by chance. The plane that Holly chartered had only had two extra seats. And, not being clairvoyant, everyone on tour was vying to get one. He first offered a seat to Dion DiMussini of Dion and the Belmonts. But at $36 in 1959 money, uh, I think it's uh, Demushi, decided he couldn't justify spending as much as his parents' entire rent on a plane ticket. To be clear, that's still only about $350 today, so we're still getting stiffed here in the future. He then offered the seats to his backing musicians, Tommy Alsup, and a then-unknown Waylon Jennings, probably best known to you by appearing briefly in Walk the Line. Both enthusiastically, accept, uh, they both accepted, but Jennings changed his mind at the last minute and offered his seat to J.P. Richardson, a.k.a. the Big Bopper, who happened to have come down with the flu and might not have survived another day on the frigid tour bus anyway. 50s medicine being what it was, Holly was apparently put out by the gesture pouting at Jennings. I hope your old bus freezes up. Jennings hit back, well, I hope your goddamn old plane crashes. And felt super shitty about it for the rest of his life. Yep. Alsup, on the other hand, wasn't giving up so easy despite 17-year-old Richie Valens, please. The La Bamba singer had been hounding Alsup all night to give him his seat until Alsup finally relented to a coin toss, which Valens won. It was pretty surprising then that Valens wanted a seat at all, having been plagued by nightmares ever since two planes collided over his schoolyard two years earlier but he had hoped to use this opportunity to get over his fear of flying. So we're going to stop right now and tune in next week to Mike's Music Box for the second half of the four weird facts about the day the music died. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show, where we showcase new singles from returning guests, and your host is Donna freaking Galucci. Hey, <laughs> Welcome to Spotlight, everybody. As you can see, we're a rowdy bunch once again. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so I couldn't do, um, I, I couldn't let uh, Spotlight go by without mentioning that some history was made recently. I think November 2nd, um, the last Beatles song was released called Now and Then. And me being a huge Beatles fan back Oh, I was nine years old when I uh, <laughs> when I stole my brother's records and when he went out and uh, I would steal his records and play them and I would just pick random albums and I picked Meet the Beatles and that's what started me loving rock and roll and loving music and I've never stopped loving that band. So this was pretty special for a lot of people and pretty special for me and I was just wondering what my co-workers here think about the new single. Um, if you've heard it, what you think of it. So it was it was a demo by John Lennon. Uh, he was just uh, making a demo at home, just him and the piano. And uh, they picked that up, Paul and George and Ringo. Um, what was it in the, uh, 90, in the 90, uh, 1990s? In the 90s. And uh, they tried to uh, make it sound 
they you had, know, they had a couple other tracks that they had, yeah, that they had released they had back real then. Real love but, and yeah. yeah, but this one, but this one they couldn't because the right because the, they couldn't separate the sound the piano. wash from uh, was riding into John's vocal. Right, they would they when just, they would bring up John's vocal, they would also hear the piano yeah. too much, too so loud, and they just couldn't separate it. Um, but the technology used in the Get Back movie, um, yeah. Um, that, a- that they AI. use that say, yeah. AI technology to actually go back and revisit this song. And um, they were able to separate the piano and John's voice. And, and when yeah. I heard the, you know, when I heard it for the first time, I just couldn't believe how crystal clear John sounds. Yeah. They know. did a really good job. With I it. think they did a phenomenal job and with it. The video makes it even that yes. much more surreal. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, you know, they just start off with pictures of them when they're just maybe five years old. You know, and just flashing them up into their various lives, and when uh, and you go back to this uh, the original '94 session when George Harrison was still alive, and they were trying to make this thing happen, right. and then of course now George Harrison is gone, and there's just two remaining Beatles, and then you see that flash of just Paul and Ringo sitting right. there, you know, yeah. touch, touching up some tracks. Very, very yeah. touching. Very. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really, really done very well. But I, I think that was Peter Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the documentary, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and the Phen- same guy. Phenomenal documentary. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so I guess you liked it, Metcat? <laughs> uh, yes, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. And yeah. uh, it's on a bunch of different formats, too. It's, uh, it's a single. It's on blue vinyl, 45. It's on uh, black vinyl. It's on a cassette. It's on a lot of different formats. So yep. go out and get it. Go to your local record <laughs> shop and uh, pick that one up. <laughs> We're also focusing tonight on a brand new song from one of our former guests here on this on uh, the balcony show, "Giving Tree" by Chesney Clare. Chesney. Wow, what a great song! Oh. I love her. Um, she was on our show back in September. She's a multi-talented singer, songwriter, producer, and actress. Um, she owns her own publishing company, and she's always writing, touring, and collaborating with other artists. Um, she's just She's very, insanely very talented. talented. Yeah. She talented just got lady. a new uh, uh, TV program, too. Yeah. Um, she, actually, I was going to mention that. Um, she is hosting a new celebrity talk show called It's Vegas, Baby. <laughs> it's At Vegas, the Las Baby. Vegas Television Network. So, that young, is that what you were wow. talking about? Yeah, that talk show? Cool. Yeah, that, that young woman is going places. If, if there were anybody to watch... She is definitely somebody that is should be on your radar because she's insanely talented and insanely driven. That girl does not stop for a minute. And you know what? I, I love her for it. I love that she actually engineered, you know, does the engineering on her songs. You know what I mean? And she's just she's just one of these people that, you know, there are some people out there that are just naturally doers. they get her done. Yep. Get her done. So yeah. Yep. And, Kudos uh, and this tree, this uh, song, love this song. Yes, this is a great song. And she said the inspiration behind this song came from Mac Miller. Um, and she loves the way he sings sings his songs effortlessly. And she says she loves the vibe that vocals brought to his music. And he's a staple in all of her playlists. And want people that love my music to feel that same vibe. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, very cool, very smooth sound of Chesney Claire here, everybody. Hope you enjoy it. Take a listen to her new single, Giving Tree. Mm-hmm. 
everybody. Welcome back to the Balcony Show. We've come to the end of another great show. I can't wait to watch this guy's journey, guys. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, it, I really am kind of a little impressed with him. I think he was really well spoken, and um, he's he's got a cool thing going. Yeah, know? he's very confident in his brand, which right. is very important this day and age. Right. So. Rohan, we're going to be watching your journey. I'd like to remind you that if you would like to get on the show, too, we are partnered with Reverb Nation. We have a Reverb Nation campaign still going on. You have an, uh, you have this week, and then we're going to be closing that campaign down. So we can help get your music out there. So check us out at Reverb Nation. And you can also uh, hit up our uh, yeah the website, thebalconyshow.com. That old website. Do you go to it, listeners? You should. Yeah, because you can enter, you can uh, send us your music via, there's a contact portal. There and I too. will say Anne listens to every single submission. No, I don't. <laughs> a lot of them. Don't tell them Reverb that. Nation, I do. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation, I'm committed to because yeah. we're partnered with them. I, it's impossible for me to get through our... Our mailbox. And how many submissions do you get per, I, like, say, let's say show? Right now I have 14,000 submissions in mm. our box. Oh, my God. Um, so it depends. You know, usually it's 100 or 200 yeah. a day. That's still a lot. 100 is a lot. So, um, but I'm grateful because. That's overwhelming. You know, but I, in all reality, I have, we have 52 shows a year. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. If you're on the if so if you make it to the show, if you make it here, <laughs> I got a golden ticket. <laughs> anyway, um, so hit us up, and that's all I got, guys. Thanks for being here, AJ. Thanks for uh, lending us yeah. your voice. Thanks for having me. I had a great time, you guys. Hopefully, I can come back. Oh, you'll be back. I'm sure. Give me some more ad reads or something. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We're going to end things with a song by from Kenzo, Summer Clothes. You're going to love this I one, love too. this song. Bye-bye.
Cause there's no one else 